Hello and welcome to the Boytown Podcast. Whoa, things are. If we moved studio, have you? We changed the set. Where's Shane? Is he under? You'd imagine he would be under the table, probably for those watching the video. You'd imagine he'd be under there, filleting me. And um, he's actually not today. He's not here. And um, where is he here? You ask. Well, I guess you could say he's not come out of the house since Love Island finished. I don't know whether he's taken that well. He was really, really, really rooting for Ovi and India to win. They didn't win. Haven't heard from him since. Um, so I'm just hosting the podcast this week by myself. Um, obviously, I'm only joking. He's not actually not leaving the house because of Love Island because you know obviously he's not out of the house because he's building his float for Pride, which is this this Saturday. So he's in the house. He's making what he says to me it will be I think the biggest phallic moving object in the history of the world. Um, he says he's going to use his own two hands to to build that, which I mean if any man is used to having their long spindly skeletal skeletal hands around long phallic objects it's that guy you know what i mean so he'll be there doing that um and i'm just here by myself and it's not the boy town studio obviously it's in the grand hall of my own house it's probably a bit echoey you know but i mean whenever you normally seat i think it's it's on like seated you can fit 87 people here it's an, an odd number but you know standing it's it's 120 so it's it's a big echoey room but we're, we're trying to get by the best we can and all jokes aside uh, the reason why it's just late this week is because both myself and Shane had shows this week and we both were doing our long shows I was doing my my dad show in the black box which was on Sunday and then to be fair normally the day we record the podcast is Monday after that I was just banjaxed just too tired um, to do it and um, on Wednesday Shane was doing the first run of his show that he's doing his tour this year so again he was just unable to do it that night so we were planning on recording it after his show on Wednesday but then Shane ended up doing uh, like seven hours and it was just too late the bar that decided to shut the venue was closing and um, if we recorded it in his car we probably would have been arrested for like some kind of sex crimes you know so uh, we just decided instead to record it a day late and I just did it myself you know so it may be a bit different you know you might like it you might not you know be truthful I can give a shit because you're getting it you know what I mean it's like feeding a child you might want what you get but you're going to eat it you know not every child eats caviar but they get given it they take it you know what I mean Um. so yeah here we are just chilling it's nice to be in my own house for a change um, Ben still over the corner hello Ben um, hashtag hello Ben um, I asked him would he actually like to jump on the podcast and be the co-host this week and he told me to try and suck my own penis in a less polite manner so um, I'm just yeah riding solo um, I've got Ben's equipment so I'm going to probably try not to as much as I wanted to hit this microphone and cause a scene I'll, I'll not you know so thank you very much for listening to the Boytown Podcast bye ha <laughs> Ah, oh, it's going to get old, that, isn't it? Me cracking jokes. Um, but just want to give a shout-out to all the, the Patreons as well this week. You guys are probably being like, we subscribe to Patreon. We're expecting uh, a bonus episode, something a wee bit special for us, something bespoke for our pay listeners. And, hey, if there's anything I like to do, it's exchange treats for money. So um, that's what we're going to do. Next week, we're recording the first Patreon exclusive. Oh podcast which will just go out exclusively to people on patreon believe it or not hence the name patreon exclusive podcast so what i'm saying to you guys is if you're on patreon 
you know, get in touch with us. Send us a message on Patreon. Ben says you can do that. I don't know whether he was talking about Grinder or Patreon. You get the blurred lines. So um, give us a message there. If not, just get us on uh, email us at boytownpodcast at gmail.com or DM the Boytown Instagram page. We want to know features that you would like to see. You know, things you like, maybe features we've done before. We could have something like, what are you thinking of? tweet back maybe you know we could have new segments that you might want to suggest you know maybe some kind of uh you know very like this is kind of like your own reality sex show you know if you want to pick us to do something and you're paying we'll do it so you know you you come up with the suggestions we'll come up with the uh scenarios so for patreon listeners only everybody else can get, get fucked you know if you don't want to subscribe to patreon you know don't care really about you so yeah, it's been a been an odd week again for me. I I'm sure if you listen to Boytown, you obviously listen to Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast, which is a, a far superior version of what I'm trying to do right now. Um, as normally I have my own wee segments and stuff. So it's today we're just gonna really fire through a load of listeners' questions because there's been I think forty five was forty five thousand you said questions in today. So we've taken a select of a few of them. Um, you know, obviously some listeners asked questions exclusively to Shane so guess what not reading them because I'm I'm the boss today and see sometimes you see these guys in work that they, they're maybe like the same grade as you you know they're your mate you just hang about together you just get wee lunches together the old Friday payday you just go out for a cool beer you know you have a nice drink you have a wee stout you know maybe one of your friends has a wee martini you know maybe he's not in a relationship with a woman maybe he's not married he's a wee queries about him you know and uh, you know, that's what you do but then eventually one of your mates who you go drinking with you have fun with gets promoted they get a grade above they get above their station they get a wee man syndrome and they end up being a complete egomaniacal cock that's what you're looking at right now I'm in the driver's seat so I'm going to take the listeners questions and the first one this week is from Mark Beggs good morning Papa Pectorial I'm just doing a wee pack dance here to warrant that nickname with the sexiest parade of the year happening this week will the sultans of sexy be making their presence felt with their sexy rainbow butt plugs out in force um see to be honest with you my butt plug doesn't fit anymore um i used to be able to put it in used to fit nice and tight when i take it out now it just goes so i'm i'm not i'm i'm decommissioning my rainbow butt plug for a while but as i said shane's got a float um i don't know where he's got the money from he said something about john cena and japan but i mean it's not for me to say but he's making his own special float it's going to be he said it's going to be big it's going to be long he's got the guinness book of records coming for it um I, i don't know whether it's appropriate for pride you know and i know shane is a married guy but he, he's got something up his sleeve and i'm very keen to see it i myself actually might just go along to, to watch you know obviously go to pride with a load of rotten eggs and just fire the gay people you know because i'm a big dup supporter i believe that uh marriage is between a man and a woman <laughs> you should just be able to do that you know so i'm going to be there i'm going to be protesting against the gays pelting them with eggs you know and uh you know, it is what it is. Normally, you see me on the podcast, I'm like a nice bantery kind of guy. Me and Shane have a wee bit of camp banter. Not anymore, now I can be my true DUP self. Do you know what I mean? And get to do this shit. Nah, I'm joking, but um, I think I might actually go to Pride and just watch. I've got uh, babysitting duties by myself on Saturday. I know that might uh, get a few people to be triggered for me to say I'm babysitting my own child. But um, that's what I'm doing. So I might bring her to Pride 
um, and just show her what these people are like, you know, be able to just respect their struggle and uh, just get out of the house. You know, apparently there's going to be a lot of lollipops on the go, so I might take her up, give her a wee, give her a wee lollipop and keep her entertained for the day. And um, I might see you there, Mark, clearly. You know, you're a big fan of, of oh shit, Ben's just had a str- Are you alright? Mm-hmm. Alright, what happened to you there? Just a moving kick your shield. My shield? <laughs> yeah, because not only have I got a map of the world behind me here, it's a backdrop. I also have a drinks globe, I have a stag's head on the wall, I've got some like marble dogs and I have a shield. It's essentially where you'd imagine Indiana Jones would be buried. And um, yeah, you're seeing behind it. It's weird because it's taken me a wee bit of time to settle into this podcast this week, I think, because maybe it's the first time I've let people into my my inner sanctum by myself. You know, I had Shane here before and it was it was silly and stuff, but now I'm here myself. It's like, you know, normally when I'm in my own house, I'm, you know, enforcing violence on my family. I'm ruling it with an iron fist, obviously with being pride. On uh, Saturday, I could say I'm rolling it with a rubber fist, but I mean, each to their own. Um, Wilson Davidson has said, What's up uh, with the man boy dweeby leaving you high and dry these days? Trouble in paradise, mummy and daddy. Um, you know what? It's a combination of things. Um, it was obviously great to have him back last week. The episode did a lot of, got a lot of hits. It was good to have the listeners back on board. They were keen to, I think more so than anything, keen for, to hear Shane explain himself. You know, they wanted to know why he was away. Obviously, it now all makes sense, the whole Area 51 thing. That's where he was doing his doing his thing. But it's just a bad coincidence, really, that he's not here this week. Both Mummy and Daddy Wilson had a, a busy schedules. And sometimes, you know, we can't, we can't always get together and do it. So sometimes, you know, you have to just step up. It's, it's many, like, if you watch Game of Thrones, you know, whenever Robert Baratheon died... You know, there was a, a void that needed filled and there was a wee Joffrey man ready to step up and I just so happened to be be that Joffrey guy. Um, Nathan McMullen, how do I tell my gardener that he's done a shit job? <laughs> uh, he's just spent a long time training, but he's a nice guy, but his work's shit. Right, Nathan, you need to ask yourself a question. Are you paying for a friend? Are you paying for someone to do a job? You know, you need to think about that. If you're, I just want to say first and foremost, there's nothing wrong. If you are paying for a friend, you know, it's 2019. People can be offering services for all kinds of things these days. You know, you don't always have to have to be feeling like you're some kind of freak. You know, you don't have to think that that by paying for affection in any way is is, is wrong anymore. You know, if you strike me, Nathan, as a kind of guy who, you know, struggles socially, so maybe. That, that helps for you to have pay this guy and just so happens he's a gardener as well, you know. Um, but, I mean, if genuinely he's, he's fucking up your roses, you need to take a stand. You know, if you're buying friends, there have been plenty more friends out there. You know, but if you're wanting to get someone to do your garden, you know, it depends on what you're paying. If you're paying him a tidy penny. My wife actually texted me today and was like, we've got somebody to cut the hedges, which was a kick in my balls because I, I just cut the hedges about a month ago and now it's like and they need cut again hedges are to be fair I want to look out the window and see the hedges they do need cut you know it's a 45 acre estate we live on so it is a bit of a long job so by the time I finish it's kind of like you know when you paint the bridge in San Francisco you're never done it's like a woman's work never done you start off you paint it and by the time you get the end you're ah, bollocks you need to go back to start again same on my hedges so she texted me and was like uh, what would be a good price for cutting the whole hedges and I went 60 quid because I'm tight 
frugal. Um, and she went, no, no, no. What would be a good price for getting the hedges cut? And again, I went, 60 quid. And she went, you're being unreasonable. What would be? I'm fucking 60 quid. I don't know how much it costs to cut bushes. And she went, 150. And I went, Ugh. She went, isn't that a good deal? And I went, well, you, no, absolutely not. I've near cut them myself with a pair of scissors and save money than have some Tom, Dick or Harry up my wife's bush trimming it. But if she's willing to pay 150 quid for bush tended to, you know, fair play to her. And that brings me back to my point, Nathan. If my wife's willing to have her bush trimmed for 150, you know, you're willing to pay for friends for that price. It's a good deal. But, um, you know, I think you maybe need to get them in for a cup of tea. Say, listen, mate, put a shirt on. You know, put a shirt on while we talk. It's not. It's not fun and games. You shouldn't. You're not out there being a hunk drinking diet coke, trimming my petunias. You sit down. You need to do a good job. You need to respect that you're hired to be a gardener first and foremost. It's tough for me that you're dead on, but you know you need you need to lay the the groundwork. And you know if it was me, I would I would put on a lot of jewelry in my hands, and I would sit like an elderly person with all the jewellery on my hand and then I would just fire him because it's elderly people that sack people don't they the great old like the white the white on the whitewashed I don't know this guy Ben what are they call those guys who like people always say like wrong courts and stuff you know it's like just it's effectively white haired guys white old haired white guys so just become a white haired old guy with loads of jewellery in your hand sack the sexy gardener tell him he's dead on say look don't come around to cut my grass anymore come around to play FIFA you know keep him as a mate but not as a gardener and get a proper gardener in you know somebody yeah it's going to say Mexican but I mean that's a racist so I can't get somebody that's really good at gardening you know um, Cameron McLean has said if Boytown had a bespoke nightclub what would the name be and what drinks and gimmicks would be inside hmm I think you're opening up a bit of a Pandora's box here I think there are the the easy option would be to call the club Boytown and it would just be like very much tailored towards what this podcast is you know you'd have like you'd have the cum lounge which would be uh, a very white very sleek very like 90s nightclub style um, in the cum lounge you would have like you would have components of mandoliers serving so in the cum in the cum lounge you'd have very big muscular oiled guys serving you drinks and then once they'd finished serving the drinks they would just get back on a mandolier and stand in in the club and just be uh, entertainment and then anytime someone had a drink the mandolier would lower when these big hunky dudes would come off serve you a I know pims you know and then back on the mandolier again so that'd be for the VIP the VIP would be the cum lounge and um, You'd also have uh, you'd have the water bar, I think, as well. You maybe just have that. Everything there would be water, and you'd be like, like, as in good, and it'd be like, nah, it's just it's water. It's just to hydrate you. You know, different types of water. You'd have still water, and you'd have sparkling water, and that'd be it, because that's the only types of water that you can drink. Still or sparkling. You could probably have fruit water. You know, you probably can't say that with Pride at the weekend. So, um, you just different types of water. So you have the cum bar, the water bar. Um, in fact, the water bar. Oh shit! This bar's gonna be great. You would have, you'd have a lazy river going around the whole club, right around the club of Boytown. Um, 
in the water you'd obviously have water babies just swimming along in their loincloths they'd be coming around they could bring you drinks so if you were like say in the in the cum lounge and you wanted to be like the cum lounge will just do cocktails but it'll just be you know really fancy cocktails so if you just want a beer you want a water from the water bar you'll just shout down into the river and a wee water boy will just scurry along into the another bar and, and they'll get you a cocktail and bring it back and um, you'll have uh, you, you have somewhere to tidy your hair up when you go into. You have Snipper Shanky on site dishing out the haircuts. You know there'd be a lot of techno music. The Pet Shop Boys would have a residency in Boytown. They would play at the start of every month. You had a few other acts in there too. You probably have um, the likes of Boy George. You know he would be. He would actually his set would be very bespoke. It would be a DJ box with just his face on it, and there'd be a couple of artistic radiators either side with just components of the mandolier chained to it you know so you'd have a very um you'd have a very special bar in there i think it would be be something that would be you know it'd be the hot spot in town location wise where would you have it you know would probably want to just commandeer the kremlin you know take it over because it's all you need in there it's a great location the kind of clientele that goes there the kind of clientele that we would like in the boy town bar you know so i think it would be you know you'd be you welcome patreons free entrance free drinks all night you know so that's what you get as part of that and if you're just a normal listener you could pay in you know tough shit you'll pay how much would you charge in that bar i'd say 30 quid be cheap by will not mm. what do you think of that idea ben do you would you be interested in going to the boy town bar or does it seem a wee bit homoerotic Straight, yeah, no, straight laced. That's exactly what it would be. And any other things would be you've got the cum lounge, the water bar, the water babies in the lazy river, mandoliers, and um, te- sexy techno music. Um, oh, oh, there's uh, hold on, my actual wife ringing me. Hold on, I'll give her a shout here. Hello, hello, hi. You know, um, I told you to text me because I'm fully recording a podcast. You're on it. Say hi. Uh, uh, hi. Yeah, finally, she's been wanting to get on the podcast for how long? Never once. No, you're like, I need to get on the podcast with you. You should be your co-host. That'd be better than Shane. Never, ever, ever have I said that. You talk a little shite on that Yeah, 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 okay, okay. Um, Yeah, sorry, just put you on mute there. What? Okay, right, okay. That's okay, bye. Man, she's she's really... Ben, can you cut that out? Please, cheers. Yeah, that'd be... um, Jason Patience, um, cool name. Sounds like a wrestler. Um, be a shit wrestler to be fair. Um, just imagine, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ring, Jason Patience. And then it'd stop. Everyone just be waiting and waiting. A time would pass, and they'd be like, "This is the worst gimmick ever of a wrestler." Then you come out and it'd be a big letdown. Um, I have a few mates coming over from England in a week. Uh, Brett's out. Um, where would you boys suggest going? I just want to point out that I am from a mixed marriage, so I don't believe in that statement I said, or up the ra or any of that stuff. Um, but since you boys are so down with the kids, could you suggest a good night out in Belfast? Mm, I think a good night out in Belfast, well, you know, since we're down with the kids, I'd probably say get up there early, go to Dempsey's International, maybe go in there, have a... Have a wee, um, a wee WKD, you know, maybe after that, have a few 
Bacardi Breezers up go up to the M Club for the uh, disco night on a Friday. I think that's pretty good in there. Um, then as well, if you just go up to you know uh, where the sort of towards Belfast Zoo direction, there's going to be dance hall in there where you can go and have a wee dance. It's pretty, pretty good. Feeling that, I would say just drop around to the Cathedral Quarter area. I'll go go on a bit of a pub crawl. I think I'm I'm too old a guy now to go to nightclubs you know I, I feel uncomfortable there because when I walk into a nightclub all I see is every single person there has a toddler and then that makes me instantly feel like a paedophile not because I, I look at them and want to you know have, do something dirty with them, but it's just you walk in and you look at them and go I could literally be all your daddies you know you call me daddy if I'm in a nightclub so I'd say go for a bar crawl go for bars in and around the cathedral quarter maybe like the Spaniard it's nice it's quirky but small for me um, the heart bars I was in there after my show on Sunday night and it's literally the size of the tolls bookies which is just across from the northern wake which is as big as a football pitch so yeah go in the heart bar Duke York um, and the dirty onion that's what it is isn't it? it's around there yeah get around there and then if you want to go to a club, I'm helpless. I can't tell you what's what's good around there anymore. Like I, I would probably suggest to go to the beach club. You know, beach club Dempsey's. That's would would be about the height of it. Um, eight star said, "Hey, eight star, let me know what your legit real name is, because if it is eight star and you're like Korean or something, I apologize. But if it's just not, <coughs> pardon me, your real name, please let me know, because you know I'm curious." You know, by curious, and I just want to know: um, Would you ever do a Northern Irish version of "Behind the Candelabra"? And if so, who's who? Um, I mean, it's like one of those things you can't recreate a masterpiece. Like the people at Disney are like, "Hey, we need some money here. We need some big money. We'll remake the Lion King live action." Don't know if it works. Have you seen it, Ben? The new Lion King? No. Have you seen the original Lion King? Um, would your ch- your children wouldn't be old enough really your son would be but your daughter wouldn't the seal with the lion guard yeah no not right no no I can't do that <laughs> no I think um, I think like you can't what I'm trying to say here is you can't remake classics do you know what I mean the Lion King um, has been remade it's not as good and I think if you did anything with Behind the Candelabra, you would just ruin that masterpiece. It should potentially be one of those films that is listed as one of the most important pieces of cultural um, history of all time. But, I mean, if you were to cast local people in it, Shane would have to play Matt Damon's character. There's no doubt about it. Um, he'd probably also play Rob Lowe's character. It'd be, you know, you just use different makeup and split screens to do that. Um you know, if he was playing those two, he'd probably want to play Liberace too because that would involve a scene where he would get off with himself. So I'm sure if there's any person who would like to get off himself, um, it's Shane. So, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really touch that. But if I had to, um, I'd just put Shane in all roles. I think that would be <coughs> super entertaining. Peter Harris has said, was very much enjoying Papa Bear's set at the Black Box the other evening. Ah! When friend of the show, Jamie Clements, pointed out former friend of the show, Michael Jardine and his naughty friend using his phone during Dave's set. This really ruined our enjoyment of the show and begs the question, what punishment would be dished out for such an offence in Boytown Square? Um, you know what, first and foremost, I don't like doing this. I don't like saying... Uh, anything positive about Michael Jardine when I, I don't actually have to but on this occasion I'm going to say 
it's a case of mistaken identity. It wasn't Michael Jordan on his phone. There's two guys in the front row who, to be fair, they laughed a lot. I mean, it was a hilarious show. But, you know, it got to a certain point when their their ADHD just got the better of them. They got the phones out. Now, nine times out of ten, if I was at a gig, would I have said something to them and probably, you know, cut them down a peg or two? Absolutely. Did I do it on Saturday? No, because it's part of my whole R show. It would have sort of put me off the off the, the sort of the vibe a bit, you know, would have meant, but it caused a wee bit of like stop the fluidity of the show, kind of like that, that last sentence of me trying to speak there. Um, if I'd have done that and was getting filmed, so I didn't want it to be like killing any energy or anything, you know, if you have a couple of dicks in the front row on their mobile phones, you know, that's just bad etiquette. It's rude if not being brought up the right way, you know, they definitely do deserve punishment. And what would it be in Boytown Square? Um, you're sort of going back in time. And you're sort of making me think of like, you know, where people would be executed. You know, lots of people came out, saw the crowds. Like I learned when I went to Crumlin Road Jail that that's where the term hangover came from because back in the days they used to have such parties, festivities in and around public hangings. It was such an event that they used to like, everyone would come out, there'd be prostitution, there'd be drinking, there'd be gambling, there'd be just, just effectively a great time. And then the next day after the ha- the hanging, hangover people would all be dying just feeling terrible their hangovers so i mean i'm harping back to that i like the idea of being a boy town square um i'd like to maybe uh, i'd maybe have like a commode type device so you'd have like maybe there'd be like stocks but instead of commodes you'd say you put your bum through you slide your whole body in and it just sort of stops at your chest and arms so you're you're tied up you know you could use it for other things you know so it would be just be your lower body would be presented in front of an audience you know it would be your it depends on what way you're around but for punishment you would be in boytown square it would be your bare bums facing out towards the audience and then there would be um guys who would you know there, there wouldn't be executioners they would be punishers you know, they'd be dressed like the Punisher from the Marvel comic books, except they'd have a Gint mask on as well. And they would, depending on your crime, beat, smack your bum with things. You know, it could just be a bare hand, could be a paddle, could be a whip, you know, that sort of thing. I think these two guys, it, it's, you know, as close to capital punishment as you can get in Boytown. We don't have capital punishment. So I think what you'd probably do to these guys is just um, taser them repeatedly on their anus. You know, just in fact, you put the taser, you clip it onto their anus, and then you connect it to power mains of the entire city. And then you, when you know it would be enough, would be whenever the Boytown Bars logo just flickers, goes out, and you'd be like, they've taken enough uh, punishment on their anus there. Um, Ronaldo said, Well, boys, have to say that I was a sad wee bear when you didn't read my question out last week. And um, was it something I did, Mummy and Daddy? There's Here's my question anyway. Great to see the long-fingered man-boy is back and firing slash squirting on all cylinders. Last long, didn't it? Glad. Glad you're happy, Rory. Um, I'm going to New York City next month for a wedding. What sites does Mr. Worldwide, the Todd Father, recommend? Oh, right, okay. So that's just direct, the direct... That's just for Shane then, that question. Well... Um, I don't know what he recommends in New York. I don't know how many times he's been in New York. I mean, me personally, I've only ever been to New York twice. I'm going again in a couple of months. And, I mean, 
what I know, I could tell you all about all the, the, the known landmarks that you could find. Also, I could tell you about the best place to get pizza in New York. I've actually found a bar just slightly away from Times Square. We get the cheapest pints in New York. Delicious, cheap pints. And about five minutes from Times Square. I know a lot of places to see good comedy where a lot of the main acts go and try bits and pieces out. But that's not a question for me. So, look, Gorman, good morning. What do the men of Boytown think of Greg and Amber winning Love Island? And if the boys were producers for an exclusively Northern Irish version of the show, who would be the five female and five male NI natives that you put into the villa from the start? Hmm. Any, sh- any shouts in this, Ben? The first name that I think comes to mind is Snipper Shanky. You know, he's a boy town hero, you know. You have Snipper Shanky and then just you'd have to have him going head to head with Stafford. You know, Sappy so two of the lads, Stafford and Shanky, the S the SAS or the SS, you know, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> Snipper and Stafford. Um Callum Best, he's pretty keen on, on fucking, isn't he? Like he likes to sling dick, so you throw him in there. Um Jimmy Dornan though you'd get him in there too because he's a sexy bastard he would be able to bring the, the like you know why he does all that dodgy sex and all and like has that room full of dildos he could bring that that'd be his hideaway and then you know you made a fair point earlier you're talking about Curtis Ben was saying earlier about, about Curtis in Love Island he's always keen to get people coffee to start the day in the morning and uh you suggested that maybe instead of getting coffee to start the day in a Northern Irish version, you should get a golfer and a number one uh, export from the North Coast, Graham McDowell, in there to uh, just dish out the cool beers, you know, start the day. It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be so funny. The girls would just be waking up and be like, uh, hey, Maura. And she'd be like, what? And go, would you like a cool beer? And she goes, are you joking? Are you joking? What are you talking about? Graham, trying to get, I'm having fanny flutters up my arse. What are you doing? He'd be like, but hey, you need your beer start of the day. No, what the fuck? I'm not having it. I'm not having it. You know what? Speaking about about Maura, speaking about Maura, you know, I'd probably have her in Love Island again because she's entertaining. I can't see her actually staying with Curtis. I can't see her actually staying with Curtis. Are you joking? You know, I can't. I think she'd be good to see. And again, you know, I know you wanted Northern Irish, but I mean. It's like Michael Jackson says, we're the world, you know, we'll just let people in from, again, in my, in my mind, I want to keep a soft border. You know, I like my border, like I like my own penis soft, you know, so um, I, I'll let Maura get in there. Um, or obviously you'd have Orla McAllister in there because she's sexy and, um, you know, or, Orla McAllister and Maura are bringing the, the, the look and then you'd want to have athleticism, you'd want physique in there, so you'd have Dame Mary Peters, you know, Um you know, she, you may think she's, you know, her, her best days are behind her. Nah, she's a wee minx. Still got the twinkle in the eye. Get her in, the, in Love Island. You could see her and uh, Callum Best doing a wee line with each other. I think that would be something I, for one, would pay to see. You know, I quite like to watch Dame Mary Peters, you know, <laughs> doing a wee bit of the old uh, hurdles on Callum Best's <laughs> folding stick. You know, gross. Um... You know, so you got Mora be entertaining, Orla McCaster sexy, Dame Mary Peters athletic. Um happy kind of bo- Sinead O'Connor for letting people in from the border get her in because she's a wee bit I wanna say a bit of a loose cannon, you know. I think she's we could add a wee bit of unpredictability to the villa. You know, I, I might imagine her 
being evicted quickly by producers. But I mean, I think it would be um, it would be eventful. And another female who we have in there, May McFetridge, because she would add a bit of humour. You know, Northern Ireland's uh, premier female comedian, May McFetridge, would go in and uh, would liven things up. So it's Calm Best, Snipper Shanky, G-Mac, Stafford, Dornan, Dornan and his dildos, and then we would have uh, Maura, Mary Peters, Orla McAllister, <laughs> Sinead O'Connor, and <laughs> May McFetridge. What a what a combo. Um and I, I tell you what, I'd actually, if Dave Mary Peters wasn't going to the hideaway with Calm Best, I'd for sure like to see Paul Stafford head the hideaway with uh, May McFetridge. You know, there'd be there'd be there'd be gossip out of that. You'd see that in the Sunday life for sure. Um Nathan Burke has said, What's my favourite thing to do in Bangor? Well, you know, I must admit I've lived in Bangor for just over a year now and I love it, I think. You know, you can't just... I don't have a favourite thing to do in Bangor. I have an ideal Bangor day, right? So, you like wanna, you want to get up early. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tie my daughter into this as well. I'm trying to do a bit of family stuff, you know. I get her, get her a pram. I'll we'll go for a walk. Walk down into the town for a bit of breakfast. You know, maybe call around one of the the establishments such as the Guillemot for a delicious Cap Nahab's breakfast, which is just banger for a full fry then you would go to you could go to creme as well it's another place i like for breakfast or brasilia along the front get to look right across the sea um then maybe go for i mean look we're being opulent here we're trying to get gout we're trying to live life to the max so then once you do that we take a wee walk down to picky maybe let the let holly have a wee go on the, on the train be nice maybe let her on one of the swans she should fall off and drown right now so i couldn't really um i wouldn't be i wouldn't be able to sell myself you know she'd be on one of the swans i just have to be just panicking don't fall in don't drown jesus so couldn't actually do that her age now but then after that you have to get a tray bake if you're a tray bake a picky man they are the best the, the best the best tray bakes you're going to get if you're going to picky get a tray bake um cannot recommend them enough probably get a hot chocolate with that too because it's underrated so i'd say next time you're there get a tray bake and i want you to text me and tell me how good the tray bakes are um then what you probably want to do is go across to to harmony hair and get your hair cut by my personal stylist and close friend mikey and give you this real stylish look and he also cuts the hair of snake rats as well so he cuts hair of ben and shane who are both old cambellian snake rat guys so you can get a good cut in there you probably have to book in advance because he's a sought after guy um and then you know let's be honest at that stage we're we're probably talking about one or two o'clock in the afternoon you just go get on the phone to your mum go mum come get your granddaughter it's time to be a bit x-rated here and she's like, what do you mean by that? I mean, hey, you know what's happening. You're taking the kids and mummy and daddy are going to do some stuff. Not you because you're my mum and I, yes, I technically am a dad. Me and my, my wife, we're going in the pints. Getting my mates down, we're going in the pints. We're going to do a banger pub crawl. Have you done banger pub crawl yet? I've invented it, I think. I probably haven't because people have already done it before. But in my head, this is what I want to do this summer. I want to start off the Jamaica Inn, have a pint there, make my way down across nice walk along the beach just looking into the sea being like that's where boats go you know that's where i can go if parenthood gets too much for me nice i keep walking 
they come along to salty dog for some reason i've got my dog charlie with me i'm like oh no charlie the sit outside the jamaica inn not fair left them outside a salty dog they're like nah we allow dogs in here so bring charlie get him in give him a drink of water because if you give him beer he'll probably die um then i would have another pint in there then after that i sort of make my way around to the rabbit rooms have we beer in there probably have a guinness in there they do good guinness in there then you make the way around the front a bit head up the high street and then you get yourself um is it the high, is the high street or the main street where the pubs are on high street. i think it is high street because it's high street not where the flagship was and main streets where the pubs are hey hey it doesn't matter they're straight apart you know but get in there then we go to rab rooms and you you go to uh fealties where again you know i made a i made a statement there and i apologize I said the best Guinness in, in Bangor is in the Rabbit Rooms. Nah, it's in Fealties. Go in there. It's an old man pub. Good spot. Get a, uh, a Guinness in there. Then head to Jenny Watts or Donegan's, whichever's closer. They're, both, they're beside each other, so don't know which of which. Get in there. Then cross the road. Go to the Hop House. Get another drink in there. By this stage, you're bloodered. Then you've probably had enough of your wife. You're like, you know what? You're you're doing my head in now. So then you've got to go to the Bangor Engineers and Trade Social Club, which is an all-exclusive men-only membership club, which I'm a member of. So like, I go in there and I'm just getting drinks. You know what I mean? And my wife's like, hey, I want to come for a drink with you. I'm like, hey, guess what? It's men-only soccer. I'm looking out the window like Julian Assange. You know, I'm sitting looking out there like as if I'm at the embassy. I'm like, hey, you want to come in? Hey, you can't get me. And drinking there. Eventually, you get too drunk in there because the pints are like 60p. And then you need to phone your wife. Be like, can you come and get me? And she's like, no, I'm blitzed. I've been drinking you all day. And you go, you don't even love me. And then you phone your mummy again. And be like, mum, can you come and get me and take me home? And your mum will get you home, bring you home with your daughter. Who's she's at the wake from bed to bring you home because you're a disgrace and an embarrassment. And she brings you to the front door. She goes, we need to talk in the morning. I go, fuck you, mum. You're an old bastard. And I go, and give me my baby and I like the daughter and I wake her and then she doesn't go back to sleep and I book on her blah, and then Catherine comes down then I get a divorce and then that's the end of the fun damn banger but then the good thing is that's probably going to happen on Saturday she can get up on a Sunday and then go to one of the alternative breakfast spots you didn't go to the first day and hey if you're a listener of this podcast and you work for the North Down and Ardsborough Council and you want someone to be a spokesperson or a face of Bangor, look no further than me. Bangor, fucking class. Mm. Uh, my tea's got cold as well. Uh, also meant to say and all that, you should have probably got dinner, you know, because I mean... You get very blocked easy. If you if you wanted to get some dinner, you go to like the retailer, the boathouse, good spots, or just get a wee chippy down the front. You know, um, Harry Ozzy Mitchell has said, "Well, hello, you comely scamps. Love the gig on Sunday, Papa. Thank you very much, sir. Michael and Blanket would be proud as as anyways with that in mind. No, would be proud. You didn't. You need to. Michael and Blanket would be proud." Anyways, without a mind, who would win in a fight to the death? Long fingers, fleece boy, Shane, or bad dad, Jim lad, me? I'm literally 20 stone heavier than him. He would punch me 40 times and I would feel like, oh, what was this, wind blown or something? I'd hit him once and then completely, I would hit him once and it'd be like Thanos just clicked the infinity fist. You know, he'd be gone, he'd just disappear and be no more. So, I mean, that's the stupidest question I've ever heard in my life. Yes, I appreciated you getting in touch and saying how much you enjoyed my gig. 
I'll be forever grateful, but never even consider Shane being physically in the same class as me, all right, guy? Um, like he's like Alexander Litvinenko, you know that guy I could poison? That's what he's like, just a wee frail guy in the bed. Uh, and also he would be the sort of guy that would use poison against me. You know, he's like a, a James Bond villain. He doesn't look like it, he's just sinister, and he scrabs, and his dirty fingernails that we were talking about last week, he give you rabies. You know, but I mean, he would never get near me, I'm too quick for a big man. Um, Scott Simpson, homo estas, bum boys, I like that. Um, hope you're well. Turning 30 this weekend, and as two gentlemen already in the 30s club, what has been your favourite thing to leave behind in your 20s? Uh, erections. Used to be able to have them at 30, you know. Floppy Williams over here, I just can't do it, you know. So, um, other than that, in my 20s, I'm pleased to leave behind all night drinking. That's something that I just could not do anymore. You know, the nights when you just wake up at like 6 in the morning, you have to flip and try and get your way home. <laughs> Glad I don't do that. Giles Strutt, good morning, boys. After Boris Johnson visited NI yesterday, if you had the opportunity to give him a boy town guided tour of the country, where all would you have taken him and what would you have done? Well, I'd say Boris. We start off on a Saturday morning, get you on the train to Bangor, head out for a nice breakfast. Then after that, we're going to take a walk down to Picky for a tray bake. And then you know the rest. You know, I don't need to say any more. But what I would do, I'd say, hey, Boris, do you want to turn it up a notch? And he'd go, aye. And I'd go, right, pipe works. He'd go, pipe works is shut. And I'd go, shh. You know, the scene used to be underground. It became overground. And that's back underground again. There is a pipe works that exists. You just need to know the right places to knock and the right knobs to rattle. But um, I think the best thing I could do with, with Boris would just be, you know, just get him blitzed, you know, and get the truth from him. Because, I mean, he can't he, he can't have a good view of Northern Ireland if the only people he's hanging about with are the DUP because those guys' banter is shit, you know. Like, he'd probably just be eating watercress sandwiches and drinking tea and talking about the bloody bible you know or else running naked through wheat fields with uh, sammy wilson and as we sammy sammy wilson eh? and um, matthew mernon would the, pa- the the patreon subscription stretch to taking over harland and wolf and putting the nightclub on top of samson in a spa on top of goliath that's a great question actually to end it on it's the last question today what are we like for time there ben 45 sweet 45 nice well matthew i think we would that'd be a good spot for the boy town club you know we could have it on top of samson goliath we give some sort of like water chamber that goes over and up and round and the water babies could just shoot that would be would be impressive um but i mean i think patreon subscriptions at the moment are just trying to clear any debt that arsenal football club have had that's what we've been using it for you know they said they're only 45 million in the bank yet they've just splashed 72 million on an unknown french winger so i mean you know that's what we're spending our money on right now it's my money i can do what i want with it um but yeah, I could definitely see see something being done there in, in Harlan and Wolf. Um, you know, it'd probably just be better to get a bit of work for the, the guys that have been like working there since like eighteen hundreds or whatever. You know, get get a, get up and run again, get the money to the lads, sort it out, stand with the the, the welders. Ew. Um, that's it. You know, I, I I think we sort of meandered through it this week again. I tried my best. There's only so much dancing you can do, one man. You know, you can't tango on your own. Otherwise, it's just 
sad. Um, so just want to plug a few gigs. Um, I will be at Lavery's Comedy Club at the Lazy Fringe on the 7th of August with myself, Colin Geddes, Paddy McDonald, um, Mark McCartney, James McKegney, Diona Doherty, Jordan Robinson. I think that's everyone if I've missed somebody out. Saws. Um, and then Pug Uglies is back on the 15th of August, which will be myself hosting. Aaron Butler's doing support and Colin Geddes is trying some stuff ahead of his, his shows that are uh, on the go at the minute. And then Shane, of course, is starting his tour. Um, Shane will be in Edinburgh on the 12th and 13th of August. Lauren on August 16th. Portaferry, August 30th. Macarafelt, August 31st. Didn't even know people liked them there. London on September 1st. Armagh, September 5th. Derry, London Derry, Stroke City, Don't Care, September 6th, Newcastle, September 13th, culminating in his big one, his big one, on the Waterfront Hall on September 28th. So guys, that's um, that's a wee, a wee stab this week's Boytown, you know, if, if you did enjoy it, you know, fair play to you for sticking by it, um, if you didn't, you know, disrespectful, but also check out my own weird podcast just me doing this every week but with stories and stuff so and also Shane has a podcast that was out like six months ago but whatever check that out if you haven't already subscribe to the Boytown podcast page on iTunes and SoundCloud we are on Spotify as well if you want to give us some money to try and save the Harlan and Wolf Welders get on the Patreon support that other than that we'll be back next week and we'll be back with Shane and we're doing a wee Patreon special next week so I mean take that as an apology but also we've got to live our lives Peace, respect, fuck yeah.